Welcome to Ancient Answers, our program on dealing with current and modern challenges and reflecting upon the wisdom of the ancients who came before us. I'm Gordon. And I'm Shane. And welcome to Ancient Answers. Today's episode is a Q&A, actually a quote and answer. All right, so we've got a couple of quotes here from some ancient philosophers. So first up, Socrates, always a good one to start with. Um, so Socrates once said, there is only one good, which is knowledge, and only one evil, which is ignorance. I have heard that before. Mm-hmm. I think that's a profound one because in our world today, we literally, the, the engine that runs this world is knowledge. Mm-hmm. We're even aware of the fact that knowledge, and of course, social media knowledge is always in the forefront of the news, is a fundamental resource at mm-hmm. this point. Now that's knowledge. But it's interesting the way he phrased it. Mm-hmm. Let's read it again and let's hear how he says that. So there is, o- there is only one good, knowledge, and only one evil, ignorance. So the thing is, I would interpret that Socrates is talking about knowledge and just knowing about the world. Because mm-hmm. from his perspective, there was a lot to learn and a lot to understand. Yeah. But I personally divide that into two categories, knowledge and wisdom. And I found as I get older in life, uh, I'm a boomer, uh, that... Understanding how to use the knowledge, mm-hmm. which is wisdom, is far more important than just the facts and figures. And that's sometimes what we refer to today as knowledge. Well, exactly. And there, the, I remember reading once that the profound difference between knowledge of wisdom, knowledge and wisdom, knowledge is knowing a tomato is a fruit, wisdom is not putting it in a fruit salad. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, there's a guideline right there. That would be true. Uh, I mean, we're making these recordings during the time of the COVID-19 outbreak around mm-hmm. the world. Uh, we're located in Canada, and we've been affected as well, as we just found out as of uh, two days ago, yeah. that our, the wife of our Prime Minister is going to be in quarantine, That's which right. is yeah, interesting. She's, she's come down with COVID-19. Uh, we're still in early days. We're still in early so. days, and we're... Shane and I are just huddled away in a, in a bunker right now. <laughs> yeah. We're going to make a bunch of recordings uh, while we kill our time here. There you go. No, actually, I, the interesting about knowledge is I believe that that is, that Socrates had a universal wisdom right there, is understanding the difference between, well, knowledge and wisdom is my personal interpretation, but understanding what ignorance means. Mm-hmm. And ignorance on its pure form means you just don't know some facts. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you are a dumb person or uneducated or... Uh, you know, neglectful no. person. There's, there's some things you know and some things you don't. That's it. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So I've wondered whether the idea of ignorance also could be split into two, dealing with our modern day, between willful ignorance, mm-hmm. where pe- some people just will not accept new information because they've got beliefs that are locked in their head and they're not ones open to any alternative thinking. Yeah. Or you simply don't know. And... The reason why I actually chose this quote is because I sort of took it in two sections where there's only one good, knowledge, and only one evil, ignorance. And I thought about this one for a while because I think that this is one where I only really agree with one of the two statements that are made. Interesting. Because I certainly, I certain, or there's only one good, knowledge. That's the part I don't know if I agree with. I certainly agree that knowledge is, is very, very good. It's very, very useful. But as you said earlier, we, we talked briefly just about the, the difference between knowledge and wisdom. And sure, you can know everything in the world, but if you don't apply it correctly, there's or not a apply whole it lot badly. of good. Well, exactly. Yeah, there you go. That's a good example, too. And, and on that note as well, you can, you can be ignorant. There are things you cannot know about, but you can still be good. So that one there, I'm not too sure about. But I do agree, 
or I, I, I take a lot more stock in the other half of the statement, which is, and only one evil, ignorance. Because I think about, uh, to use a sort of extreme example, you know, your despotic tyrants that we've seen over the course of history, and uh, it's, or uh, rate racism in the United States when that was happening. Uh, a lot of it is bred out of ignorance. It's people who just don't know, who just don't understand. But I really like your point about there is ignorance where you just don't know, yeah. but then there's willful ignorance where you're just kind of plugging your ears to it. And actually, if we want to talk about COVID-19 right now, well, there's no vaccine for it, but we have seen a lot of uh, anti-vaccination. Oh, charlatans out there. Yeah, and, and trying and they, to sell products now. That's magically going to cure you from the disease. Well, and that's the thing, right? So, so or protect to, you. to me, the, the anti-vax movement, that's a really good example of the willful ignorance that you've mentioned where the science is out there, the proof is there that these work, they are effective, and they're just plugging their ears to it. Or their stories are made up that there's a gigantic global conspiracy designed to you know, poison everybody on the planet mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff, which, you know... It's one of those things in the realm that, yeah, it could happen. You know, mathematically, it could happen. Oh, yeah. But the probability of it happening is so remote, you'd be less likely to be struck by a meteorite yeah. than that. Now, you may, those who listen to us may disagree with the particular opinion about vaccinations and so on, but we don't really have as much solid evidence against them as, as people think. But the mm-hmm. fact is, uh, they, they can play on people's ignorance. Yes. So the danger of ignorance is that you become more subject to being misled. Yeah. Because you don't have the natural the knowledge resources to to butter us your 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 result. Well, I was I was actually reading earlier today since you know as we mentioned COVID nineteen is going on right now. There's a um, I don't want to call him a journalist because that's an insult to journalists. Uh, his name's Alex Jones, I think. He's a he's, he's not a, a journalist. No, he's not a journalist, but he, he's very extreme right. He just tries to sell products. Well, and, and he's at, he's actually trying to market products that he's claiming are going to cure the coronavirus, that are going to cure COVID nineteen, and um, he's actually being prosecuted as a result. Isn't of that. the same guy who was promising prize that would cure cancer? I think you. I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I haven't heard too much about him because I don't. I don't subscribe to that kind of stuff, but, uh, but, but yeah, so, he's he's caused enough trouble that they're they're fed up with. No, that's a good example. I, Socrates certainly had wisdom so many years ago, understanding the difference between ignorance or the danger between not knowing and being ignorant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the next one? So the next one we have. So this is from Aristotle. So we're staying in All Greece right, right now. Uh, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act but a habit. I would say that in my life, I would agree to that more than I think I thought before. I, I yeah. think when my 20s and 30s, I had an attitude that there was a randomness uh, to success that was solely just the luck of the draw gave you the success. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure why I thought that way. I just think it was part of my thinking. I don't know whether it was even part of my upfront conscious thinking. I would say I have changed. Mm-hmm. And sometimes in life, you realize you see evidence around you. You have to accept the fact that the original uh, thoughts may not have been you know, along the line, right line. And I do believe that that is true. If you get into good habits and you learn from the really wise people that have been successful, Mm -hmm. I don't mean the wildly successful ones that tell you there's always going to be somebody who's going to have wild success and you can't explain it. Yeah. Just the right place. (laughs) Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, Pardon me. (laughs) But, but, I mean, there are, we do know that many of the very successful people, I don't mean the constant big names that get thrown out because yeah. it's always the same four or five names. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the roughly one million people even in North America that I would say 
moved from one station to another station in the social order mm -hmm. because they applied energy, work ethics, uh, intelligence. That is always so important. Yeah. But they also understand how to inspire people, mm -hmm. how to coordinate people uh, to make something happen. It could be a charity. Yeah. It could be something that would be, let's say, an environmental movement. It might be an education system. There are wonderful unsung heroes. And I think there really are heroes yeah. that are not blown off because everybody knows all the big names of the billionaires. Yeah. Don't realize these people have proportionally achieved some of the results from hard work. Well, and uh, one thing I, I want to bring up about that is that you talked about understanding, well, just understanding about you know how to educate people or how to make change or this and that. But a big part of it too is understanding oneself as well. Because yeah. if you don't understand how you function, how you operate, and what works best for you, you really don't have a lot of hope. You know, you can have you can have the best intentions in the world, but if you're doing something that doesn't work out for the way that you behave or the way that your body processes or works, you're going to get absolutely nowhere. <laughs> I would say that during my 30s, roughly 20 years ago in a bit, I went through a transformation, a thinking transformation. It wasn't something I planned. Mm -hmm. It seemed to be a series of processes that I realized I had become a different person. I thought differently. I saw the world differently, a kind of a paradigm shift. Yeah. So I can relate to that. Well, and for me, uh, along those lines, I was, I'm just thinking of when, because I, I did university, but then I also went to trades college. And the difference in my work ethic was drastic. Yeah. Because I, yes. I wasn't a fantastic university student. I was much more interested in the social aspect. And, Same here. <laughs> yeah. I don't even have any great stories about partying or anything. It was just, I just like hanging out with my friends. Um, but my grades suffered as a result of that. And so when I did college, I didn't want to make the same mistake. And so I stayed after school every day and, and, and I did my homework and I did my readings. But I had a big advantage as well because since I had done university, I knew how I learned. I knew how I absorbed that would information. Be, that would be logical. So yeah. I knew what study habits worked for me and what didn't. So I knew I can't just go home and do my homework. I won't do it. But if I stay at the school and do it, I will. And to, to go on the, uh, to get back more to the, more onto the topic of the quote with excellence being a habit, um, to use a very simple example, because yeah, we could look at people who have been very, very successful or just a, on a smaller scale, if you look at something like learning an instrument or learning a language, if you do 10 minutes a day for a hundred days, that's better than doing, you know, an hour and a half all in one go. You know, it's that. It's that. I would agree with that. It's that consistency. Make it. Make it a habit. Make it something that you come back to constantly, and you'll see a lot more improvement. You'll see a much more drastic change in the long run than if you just every now and then. Oh, I'm super inspired to write that book. I'm going to do so. I'm going to hammer out four pages right now and then not touch it for three more months. Well, it always <laughs> amazes me of people that even their own admission will say they're not the brightest person that they know, mm -hmm. but have become successful. Uh, successful doctors, successful engineers, successful teachers, successful social um, leaders and stuff like that mm. because they apply those principles of not giving up, don't assume that you know everything, yeah. be open to learning and put the homework in. There you go. In fact, willing to outwork their competitor yep. because they had a fire in them, they wanted to do something better. There you go. That's a great, and that's from Aristotle like for so long ago. Yeah, oh, right? It's amazing how relevant these things still are. So... We'll move on to our next one. So now we're moving away from Greece and going to ancient China. So this is from Confucius. It does not matter how slowly you go as long as you do not stop. I think that would tie into the previous quote 
from Aristotle in a beautiful way. Because I, I think so. I didn't think of that when I picked it, but now that I'm reading them this quickly one after the other, I would certainly agree with you. If you're always putting the effort to move ahead, even though you'll make mistakes along the way, yeah. little setbacks and stuff, in a sense, you're always moving forward. Because yeah. even if you set back, your intentions are to learn from that setback or error or whatever yeah. and figure a strategy to go around it. Well, and for uh, when I first read this, it made me think of... Um, uh, people who are trying to eat healthier, stay in shape, uh, fitness-wise. <coughs> Pardon me. Because um, that's something that I've been trying to do lately. I've been trying to, that's true. to get into better shape and be more active and eat healthier and what have you. And I've realized that uh, you know maybe I, I go for a week where I'm eating really clean and things are really good, and then all of a sudden I fall off the bandwagon and I have a day where I'm you know, eating pizza and chips or what have you. Well, then I just keep going from there. It doesn't mean that the journey's over. It's just, okay, there's been a little stumble, and now we just keep on going again. And the trend, it's still trending upwards. Yeah, it dipped down a bit, but we're still working our way. I do think that if you set goals or objectives, that may be a better word. There you go. That'll give you a guidance. It's just like a ship. Mm -hmm. Like I heard a wonderful expression one time. uh, If you want to cross the world in a sailing ship, or even maybe the better one was you want to cross, cross a continent in your car at night, you only see a few hundred meters in front of you. But oh, you can still true. go from one from the Atlantic to the Pacific Ocean, yeah. one step at a time, and and often in life those are the processes that go through. I certainly would say that I've seen it. I, it, it's almost worth another podcast. My personal story actually has a very strong component where I had a setback, and I had to rethink how important it was to get over that obstacle. There you go. Well, and it happens. And along that end of just you know, not to say short sightedness, but to just keep keep things in perspective and, and just take it one small step at a time. I mean, if you look at the the astronauts on Apollo 13, for instance, if you look at the big picture, what they were going through, you know, okay, we're three days away from Earth, this many hundreds of thousands of miles or whatever the distance would have been, and we have to get this dying ship back. So, so well, that's, yeah. that's impossible, yeah. right? But, okay, but we need to solve this problem. And then, solve and then we problem. solve this problem, and then this one, and then That's this right. one, and you solve enough problems, you eventually make it back, right? I mean, one of the great strengths of human beings, mm-hmm. and we should take strength and positiveness, especially in any time where we are getting inundated by media stories that scare us, is that humans are remarkably good at working together when they're motivated for a single cause. Yeah. And it can be good and bad, That's but true. it actually is remarkable. I certainly have faith. That is a wonderful quote from... Uh, for futures, yeah, I, I like I, I like I said I never I didn't quite realize that they were so similar, but that's good. And our uh, our last one for today is from Lao Tzu, yeah, still in China. Uh, when you are content to be simply yourself and don't compare or compete, everybody will respect you. Okay, I call that the curse of social media. <laughs> now, as we you know, we always make fun of the fact that I'm a boomer and, and, and I'm a millennial. He's a millennial, <laughs> and of course, uh, amongst the younger generation. Uh, social media is a very, very integral part of your yes. personal life. Not so much for me. I, I certainly work with it. I keep in contact with my kids, my grown kids with that. Uh, but I also am very much aware, and I'm, I know you're aware, of the of the trap. Yes, the this dangers of... So read that quote again, because I think this is a profound insight from how long ago? So oh, Well, this is Lao Tzu, so, so a while. <laughs> yeah, getting close to 2,000 years <laughs> gonna, ago. Yeah, around there. Uh, so it's when you are content to be simply yourself and don't compare or compete, everybody will respect you. Yes. One and that has a deep thought about I, it. I really like that one and and for me it's a 
I think everyone knows someone who's an expert at everything. Where, you know, you bring up, uh, again, we've been talking about the COVID-19 virus right there. Well, this person is an immunology and epidemiologist. They're an expert on the spread of diseases and how vaccines work. And then you mentioned, oh, there's this interesting thing happening in the galaxy, stars. Went, well, now they're an astronomy physics expert. And then you talk about, oh, this is happening in the economy. And now they're an economist and just, okay. Okay, settle down. <laughs> I mean, there are definitely people that are extraordinarily wide range of oh, knowledge. I've met some people that I am profoundly impacted by their sort of poly knowledge, yeah. if you want to say it. However, we also recognize that, and I think because we live in a world of the social media, it's mm -hmm. really come out about how manipulatable we are as humans, yeah. how advertisers, how promoters can play with a whole variety of, of levels of communication with us through social media yeah. that question those values about being content with ourselves. Yeah. Because how do you, if you're in a social media network, how do you compete with somebody who's got the perfect life? Well, and, and that's the thing is... Or is, appears to have the perfect life. Yeah, because in terms of social media, I think the real danger is people competing amongst themselves because I can't hold myself to someone else's standard. We are different people who have lived a very different life. I understand that, though, and I'm very confident in who I am as a person, but not everyone feels that way, and I can certainly understand uh, the feeling where you see some people, and like you said, they seem to have a perfect life, and everything's going really, really well for them. A, take that with a grain of salt, because people don't typically post on Facebook when things are going terribly. That's right. That's the other <laughs> side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always the good news. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's difficult to to do that but it's you just run into danger especially when you are one person and again if we just if we were to assume that everyone's just posting good news on Facebook if you're having a bad day and you see 47 friends on your news feed who are all posting really fun and exciting stuff it's pretty easy to make yourself feel down about that and yet is it possible that we could accept that and find that as inspiration to look on the positive side because I have, per in my life, I have certainly experienced, and you, you know me well enough that I won't go into detail here, <laughs> yeah. I've had some, some serious you, challenges, you've had some uh, survival in my life. For sure, yep. And I, I, had to, I had to both find the core in me, but also have people be positive around me so that I could kind of absorb that positivity to be able yeah. to step before it out uh, and, and, and doing that. Uh, but... That is a that's an interesting quote because I think it's so relevant today because so much of again I'm not I don't want to make social media the boogeyman on this whole thing because for me social media has also been good yeah. in the set I'll tell you what's been good about it it has given me insights in the lives of other people from other backgrounds yeah. other racial backgrounds other cultural backgrounds that I found so profound that it to me I feel grateful that I'm in a world where there's such diversity, and that oh, the, I connect, don't, the connectivity is yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. You no longer have to feel that we're all in a little cipher. I mean, language communication is always important. Yes, but um, yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, <laughs> read it one more time because I think right. that's a great way to wrap up this uh, this episode. When you are content to be simply yourself and don't compare or compete, everybody will respect you. Lao Tzu. We all admire people that are self-confident. There you go. And yeah. who are genuinely personable people. Yeah. That is a great combination. I really, yeah, I really like that quote.
Oh, that's gotta good. Gotta get that on a poster or something. I get a t-shirt. <laughs> there you go, a coffee cup or something. <laughs> Anyways, thanks there, uh, Shane. That was a great episode. I hope everybody enjoyed that one. Mm-hmm. Um, you've been listening to Ancient Answers. Thank you for taking time to listen to us, and we would love to hear back from you. Visit our social media links and hear us on other episodes. I am Gordon. And I'm Shane. And we look forward to talking to you again on Ancient Answers. Mm-hmm.